Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. Please check at the top for the three dots menu or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon. Click that, click the word quality and then upgrade it from 480 to 720 or 1080p so that you have a good picture to work uh, to work with. Please look down in the description box below to find out what today's video is about and to find out more information about this channel. If you're new to the channel, this is a video support channel for the blog, the prophetic blog that I run for the Lord. That's called The Master's Voice. You can find the URL below. Um, I always say these videos are just a backup to the actual prophetic word because one of the things I notice is people will watch the video and then start to ask me the exact things that are already written in the prophetic word. So I always encourage you watch the video because it's a great way to get a synopsis about what God is saying in a particular prophecy. But please make a habit of clicking the links below and going to read the prophetic word for yourself. They're written out in detail. They're written out with explanations, the understanding and the prophetic insights that the Lord always gives to accompany his word. Just as he did it in the Bible, he's still doing it today. That way you can get a very holistic picture and understanding of what God is saying about the nations of the world, the times that we are in, which are the end times, believe it or not, and if you live in the nation of America or you are any one of her neighbors, such as Canada or the nations immediately to the south, then you can have an understanding of what God is saying about your very prolific, your very influential, your very powerful neighbor. And then with just a little bit of understanding, this might give you pause for thought about what it means when your landmass is linked or stapled to a landmass that the Lord God does say will be annihilated and destroyed in the final times of humanity. So thank you for that, for that um, brief introduction. And uh, we're going to continue with the America series that I've been doing for over a month now. And I've already said that this series might be the longest that I do on this channel because the bulk of the prophetic words that I have received from the Lord are directly focused on, they are direct messages to the United States as a whole, as a nation, to the United States as a people, to the United States as a historical landmass in some cases, and um, also to particular peoples that live in the U.S. So the America series has been going on for a while already, and it will continue. The one I'm reading is an archival prophecy. It's very old. Um, it's two prophecies in one. I decided to just put them into one post because thematically they're extremely similar. So one prophecy is from June 14, 2016, and the second one is December 4th, 2018. And the title of this word is called The Return of the Mahdi. But before I go into that, I do have a right now word from the Lord. I shared on this channel that before I start anything, I always pray. And if the Lord has a desire to say anything real time, he'll always um, tell me. So before I could even go far in the prayer, 
um, he said to me, Celestial, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 10 going down. So this, if you're familiar with this blog at all, is a scripture that I have read over and over and over again. This scripture appears probably as the opener on several of the videos, and it definitely is the opener on many prophetic words on the blog. And the reason for that is because to answer many emails that I get, the Lord says that he will not relent concerning his punishment of this nation. I am very, um, I'm sorry to be the one to have to say this, but at the same time, I know because God never says anything to one person. True prophecy is never delivered by the Holy Spirit in isolation. So even the Bible itself is a book that does not contradict itself. In fact, it is one of the most self-supporting books that I have ever read. It confirms itself, it backs up itself, and in the weirdest and most non-understandable way, this is one of the best witnesses of its own self that I, as a lawyer, have ever read in my life. You read something, the person dies, 300 years pass by, another person is born and begins to speak of that same thing with wider understanding. And then another person is born 60 years in another part of another place and says the same thing. And it continues on like that. It backs up itself, it confirms itself. And so when God keeps saying something over and over, like Joseph said to Pharaoh, he said, Pharaoh, not only have you dreamt that a famine is coming and that destruction for your land is going to follow seven years of plenty, but he says the Lord has given you this dream twice. That is to let you know that the thing is sure. So on this channel, I am saying things not from my imagination or from my belly. I am saying things that actually appear in the scripture. The only difference is that I am a normal, modern person using a phone to communicate to a mass audience, hopefully one day, so that more people can be aware of these things. But the things that God is showing me are things that existed before my birth and things that were written down for the edification and, I have to say, the warning of us all. I do not know what other people are saying on their channels, but on this channel, I am instructed to say, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with hewn stones. The sycamores are cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. Therefore, the Lord shall set up the adversaries of resin against him and spur his enemies on. The Syrians before and the Philistines behind, and they shall devour Israel with an open mouth. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And so I've explained multiple times when I read the scripture, and I will read it again. The first verse talking about bricks falling down, but we'll rebuild with hewn stones. Yes, the sycamores were cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. This is a nation in full-fledged rebellion because this chapter 9 is a conversation where God speaks through the mouth of the prophet and then the prophet occasionally answers also in the voice of Israel. And this is a peculiar thing that prophets do do. 
you will speak out a thing from God's perspective. And then while continuing to speak, the response sometimes comes out that is not God's, but in the prophetic flow, someone else's. And so Isaiah speaks here and he says he's speaking God's voice of the judgment that will come. But then the nation that is in full-fledged rebellion hears about judgment and even hears that God is saying, these things happened to you in the past, but this is their answer. So what if we were attacked? And so what if all the bricks collapsed? This time when we rebuild, it will be greater than before. We're going to use perfectly cut stone. A hewn stone is a stone that has been shaped on all sides carefully by a master mason. And so this nation is saying back to the Lord, it doesn't matter what hits we've suffered in the past. When we rebuild, for instance, one world tower, we're going to do it bigger and better. Nothing is going to stop us in our tracks. And they're saying the sycamores were cut down. Yes, if our trees were cut down, it doesn't matter if our markets were cut down. It doesn't matter if there was a stock market crash. It doesn't matter if our economy caught fire in, 20, in, in 2008. We are going to build it back better. We're going to get cedars. We're going to get even more majestic um, uh, market futures. And we're going to put this whole thing back together seamlessly. In other words... The things that we have suffered that should make us repent, we will not. And so God then speaks and he says, I, the Lord, will stir up your adversaries against you. I, the Lord, will cheer your enemies on. And then this verse that he always gives me, even in my private study, the Syrians before and the Phil Philistines behind will devour you with an open mouth. And even after they have devoured you, I'm not done. My hand is still raised against you for judgment. So if you are new to this channel and you are still taking your time to go through the videos, I strongly urge you to start with the very videos at the bottom and spend some time in what I call the Russia and China playlist. You have to understand that there is an end game for this nation. And the word the Lord gave me to speak this morning after he gave me the scripture is simply to say, America, you will become weak. You will become weakened. The Lord said that you will become soft and rotten at the core. And what I saw was a fruit, something like a fruit, but also like a sandwich strange. So I saw something like a fruit and the core of the fruit became rotten and spongy right in the center where the seeds are. It became rotten and spongy and that disgusting pulpy mess that you sometimes find when you cut an apple in the middle and you're expecting something good and then you find that spongy mess. And I also saw something like water poured on the sandwich. Now we all know that when water touches bread, that's the end of the situation. You have to throw it away. So I saw something like water poured right in the middle of the sandwich and the middle of the sandwich became damp and soggy. And then when you try to lift the sandwich up because the middle was soggy, it fell out. And this is exactly what the Lord said to me yesterday in my study. He said to me, Celestial, observe this nation will deteriorate and the center will not hold. The center will not hold, meaning that the core of the nation 
we all know that in gym, for instance, you have to work out and this is the area called the core. And when this is strengthened, your spine is aligned, your core muscles are strong and it keeps your entire body and skeleton in alignment. But when you have a weak core, you sit funny, you walk funny, you suffer from back pain and basically your, your, your satellite body parts, your head, which is supported by your neck, your arms, your back, your legs, every part of you, even your feet, feels pain because your core is not functioning properly. And the Lord said that America's core will rot. This is what he said to me just before I, I started. And he said to, to deliver the message that after the core has rotted, when the entire structure is weakened, he, the Lord, will stir up the traditional enemies. Every animal in the jungle out there has a traditional enemy. So all the animals that eat grass, they know that their traditional enemies are lions and tigers and bears. So just as every animal out there has a traditional enemy, so it will be that America's traditional enemies, which in modern times are definitely the nation of China and the nation of Russia, nations that America is constantly antagonizing and using her media, I've said this a lot of times, to provoke a lot of bad blood in the international space. Her natural enemies will approach and destroy her because God says the center will not hold. So with that said, let's go to the main word for today. And this prophecy, I will simply say, it's called the return of the Mahdi. I said that these are two um, prophetic words that I received from the Lord in one. And it's basically talking about the rise of Muslims and the rise of Islam in the United States to a very high powered and in fact controlling degree. Here's the banner scripture. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors, sinners have reached their full number then shall a king arise that has a fear a fierce face a king of fierce features one who understands sinister schemes his power will be great but it will not be his own he will cause terrible destruction and succeed in whatever he does he will destroy the mighty men along with the holy people that's the church through his craft and by his hand, he will cause deceit to prosper. And in his own mind, he will make himself great. In a time of peace, he will destroy many, and he will even stand against the prince of princes. That's Jesus. Yet he will be broken off suddenly, but without human hands. So this is an archival prophecy, one from 2016 and one from 2018. And it was looking at insights that God was giving me about the very graphic ways that America will change in the future. And one primary aspect of the changes that he showed me coming to this nation would be the ascendancy of Muslims. So the word ascendancy means rising to a very high and often influential powerful and ruling position. When something is in ascendancy, it means it's rising and it's growing to its apex where everything else around it will become subservient to it, weaker and less than it. 
And the Lord was showing me especially the rise of Muslims in politics. And that it's not going to be one face here and another face there where they say, oh, this is the first Muslim mayor. Or this is the first Muslim councilman. No, it's going to be a very solid advance. And what the Lord showed is that this advance has already been planned. So they're not approaching. They will not approach political um, political life or entry into the political space where one guy's like, well, you know, I've been working hard in my district. I think I'm going to run for elder, elderman. Or oh, I've been working hard. I think I'm going to try and be a councilman. No. Or I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to be a senator. No, this is actually a well-planned advance where a central intelligence that is unseen to the nation is planning to put many people in power at the same time. So they're going to be receiving unseen funding for their races, and they're going to have very well-organized campaigns in such a way that instead of seeing one face here pop up and one face here pop up, you're going to see almost like a cluster of mushrooms rising at the same time. So the Lord says that they're legitimately going to run races legitimate platforms, and they're going to win. They're going to gain important political positions. But the Lord said that there will also be a very strong behind-the-scenes push where they will end up holding a lot of power in or over the highest position of the land, which, of course, is the presidency. So the Lord said that they will either be in the White House at a future time or they will be holding a lot of unseen power over it. And in those days, God says that America will be a nation that is not run on the choice of the American people, but is still is actually run by foreign alliances. So here's the first thing. In June of 2016, I had a dream where I saw that the White House was dominated by Muslims. So I was there in the White House. I was inside its walls, walking around through the rooms and the halls, and the White House was very dark. It was not only dark inside, like a fog or a heavy dark cloud or mist was inside. This was actually spiritual darkness that was hanging over the entire building, the surrounding grounds, and you could see it was like a picture of the place where there was just this dense, dark fog on top of it, but then also inside the walls where you should just be walking and seeing normal building. It was very dark. It was so dark that I was in there and wondering, how are people getting any work done? How, they can, how can they see to do anything? And this darkness appears in very many dreams that the Lord gives me of this nation. And I have to clear here that it is a spiritual darkness that comes when the presence of the Lord has actually lifted up off a place, Ichabod, when the glory of God departs and just leaves people. So it was very dark in there. It was broad daylight. But as I was wondering, walking around, I was wondering, how does anybody even see and there was a lot of secrecy going on in there. Secrecy, coercion, backdoor planning, and deception were the four things that were pressed upon my heart by the Spirit of the Lord. And there were even some rooms in there that I was not allowed to open. So I would go and then a door would slam or you would try the handle and then you could not get into those places. And there was a president in office, but I didn't know who it was. But 
it was made clear to me that the person who was in power was working hand in hand with African and Arab Muslims who were the unseen financial backers in the secret power base of that particular presidency. So whoever was the president, his strong or her strong backers were Muslims of Arab descent and African descent from around the world. And they were basically paying, paying that president's way and providing a secret power base. And the White House was very busy. People were walking around and going, get me that coffee and come, come through for this meeting. And they were rushing around and all sorts of stuff. And this was Americans doing this. So it was Americans talking, Americans walking through the halls, making calls. And I, I don't think anyone saw me, but I observed a second presence in the White House. And this presence was people who were simply standing by very upright, very still, and very somber, and they were watching every move that the Americans made. So they were monitoring them, and this was a powerful Muslim presence in the nation's capital, inside the seat of power, keeping watch over the activities of the highest office of the land. And what I saw is that the people who comprised the second presence could walk around freely. They could request an audience with the highest members of the White House freely, including the president. And they walked in and out of the place and they didn't even have the requisite identity tag on. They did not have to be tagged and they had free access to go and come as they pleased. So that was the first dream on the 14th of June, 2016. Now, on December 4, 2018, the Lord began to have another conversation with me, and he was again talking about the future times of the United States and her political landscape. And what he said to me was that those who want power and those who want to rise up the political ladder in the future would need foreign aid to do that, that there would not be in enough, enough money in America to run political campaigns and that those who really wanted to get a boost in the political world would start to rely on foreign aid from Muslims. Now, I don't know if this has already happened or if this is something that is exclusive to the future or if it's only happened in the past, but this is what he said. If you want a political life and a political face in the future America, you would find that there would not be enough campaign dollars in the United States, mostly because I think the people of America will be greatly impoverished in the future. There are videos on this channel. If you want to go and check that out, God has been very clear about these things. There will not be enough money in the society domestically to back political campaigns. And so um, I don't know if it will be Arab Muslims, Saudi money, Dubai money, or if it will be African money, you know, um, from the African Muslim countries. But I do know that, as I saw in June 2016, there was a strong African Muslim presence in the White House. And so God was telling me that because people will need to raise campaign dollars to secure power, they will come to rely more and more on the Muslim financial power base. 
And one of the things that's going to happen when America starts taking, or at least America's leaders and leaders to be, when they start taking Muslim money is that the Lord said you will see a very graphic shift towards how the U.S. relates to Muslim countries in foreign policy. So they're going to start to make a lot more concessions and friendly deals and friendly laws towards Muslim countries. And of course, whenever you find nations coming more and more to work and to dialogue and nations that have had previous tensions, there's always this applause in the policy space. Um, because in the policy space, they they put forward the idea that cooperation is best and let's all be friends and let's all work together. But if you have common sense, you know that nations just don't do that in real life. And the reasons nations just don't do that in real life is because human beings don't do that in real life. If every animal has a natural predator in the jungle, then it's just normal to understand that as human beings, Everybody has people that it's difficult to get along with. And it's only on kitty channels where everybody is the same and everybody is friends. Real life doesn't work like that. And prophecy doesn't work like that. Even the Bible doesn't work like that. And so these concessions will be applauded. It will be called cooperation and friendliness and everything. But God says that when America does this to lock hand with Muslim nations and Muslim money, he says that in the long run, this will usher in hard and bitter times for this country. And so in a brief dream, I can't pin the date for that. The Lord showed me a growth in the presence of Islam in America to the point that Muslims were practicing their daily Islamic rituals in the street the way they do in the EU now. So whatever that ritual prayer and the ritual hand washing and everything else that is a part of that religion, that faith, it was now, it, it was no longer being practiced in the homes. It was common that it could be seen outside on the street, these ritual daily life um, practices. And so I said to the Lord, why am I seeing Muslims so openly in this dream? And his response, I now read to you, this is the Muslim influx into America. There's coming a wave of immigration as never seen before. There's another prophecy about that. It's called the ways of a king. I'll link it below. Um, Indeed, their own book prophesies their ascendancy, their rise over all the nations of the world before the end times. And if you haven't read it, it actually does. Um, the rise of Islam to be the primary and the greatest religion across the earth is a very important part of Muslim prophecy. It says, Islam will become a dominant world religion, making Muslims the most prevalent people in all the nations of the West. They will not enter like an invasion or an invading force or an army, but it is an invasion all the same. Because once they settle in a place, they won't leave. They won't move. They will put harsh de demands on the land and the resources for they are a consumptive people. This means that they are people that require vast resources to sustain their daily life. So they will put pressure on whatever available resources 
the nation of America has. And in fact, the Lord says all the Western nations and you can, you don't even need me to point out to you what the EU is like now. So he says they will put harsh demands on land resources for they are a consumptive people. And in this way, they will drain these nations, including America, of all their resources until they become very weak. All this is preparations for the wars that will come at the time of the end, which is very near. They will rise to power globally and it must be so for they await their Mahdi. After that, the Lord Jesus will come. So I just made a note in the prophecy that the Mahdi is a great Imam, teacher and prince that Islam is waiting for and Christians are also told to watch out for this person. But in our book, he has another name. Let the listener understand. So I've mentioned that immigration trends today, you don't really need me to point out that Islam is on the move everywhere, especially into the major centers and nations of the West. So the Lord said this, the years that are awaiting America will be long, difficult, and war-drained years. America will be fighting everybody, steadily alienating her allies and creating deep hatred among her enemies because of the arrogance she constantly displays on the global stage. The Lord said America never plays fair. She always keeps a hidden, deceptive hand in her jacket holding an extra card that will tip the board in her favor at the right time. But in the times to come, says the Lord, that hand that America is always hiding will be cut off by an enemy and then she will experience bloodshed and humiliation that is greater than any her ancestors ever saw before. Even the visions that America's forefathers had, which predict that this will happen, will not explain in such pixel by pixel detail what kind of atrocities and humiliations will be brought upon this nation. And I had to do some research and I found that indeed one of the founding fathers, George Washington, did have a series of visions where he said that an angel showed him the difficulties and the troubles that the United States would face and the wars that she would fight at the end of her life. God said that America will be like an island sinking into the sea because of extreme geographical plate tectonic action. The Lord said that when tectonic plates move, there's no force on earth that can control them or stop them from moving how they want. And in the same way, the entire landscape changes drastically after you have an earthquake or some other kind of tectonic plate movement. And God says that is exactly how the landscape of the United States and the face of the nation will change because of forces and circumstances that will first annoy her and then enrage her and then provoke her and then force her to make tactical mistakes that she cannot repair. This nation will never be as it was. Her people will be wiped out and decimated the way they have wiped out and decimated other peoples. Her great sins and her punishment for them 
will dominate her as she once dominated other people. So this is the heart of the prophecy that the Lord gave me and revealed to me in June 2016, December 2018. The rise of Islam in America, the growth of Muslim power in leadership that will reach to the highest office of the land. And so I thank you for being with me. This is the prophecy, the return of the Mahdi. I am Celestial. This is the master's voice. Thank you for sticking with the channel. Please share the videos to others so that they can become aware of these messages. Please bear in your heart, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say there's a lot of people who approach the prophetic word and think it's sort of horseshoe game. You know, you just throw it out and you hope that it's going to hook and you hope, hope that it's going to stick. God is very deliberate concerning prophecy. I see a lot of people writing online, oh, you know, I, I really thought this, but I guess I missed it. And people are talking about, I missed God. God is not a bus stop that you can miss. It's either he spoke to you and then told you to speak forth, or he did not. And you are speaking out of your emotions, your belly, lying spirits, like a spirit of divination, or a desire to get attention, subscribers, and views. Be very careful trafficking in the prophetic space. This is a call and this is a work. And the purpose of it is to give full honor and glory to Christ. That his name be exalted. And as I read in a previous video once. So that those who have the secrets of their heart exposed through right use of prophecy, will bow down and honor Christ and say, surely the Lord God is among you. Be very careful, brothers and sisters, of the spirits flying around in this time. I say it all the time here. We are entering the new world order. The beast is coming. And in that system, you will see people speaking forth things out of foul and unclean spirits that will attach to you and that will corrupt your faith. And I don't feel bad in the least saying that because Ezekiel 33 says that if God has appointed a watchman and the watchman sees the sword, he sees the judgment coming and he doesn't cry aloud and deliver the city so that each man can save himself and repent of his sins, but he stays quiet. If anyone perish in their sin, God will, God will call for the blood of those who perish from the watchman's hand. And that is never going to be Celestial's fate. Nobody's ever going to come to this channel and walk away and say, I, I didn't really understand what she was trying to say. I will be honest. I will be firm. And whoever heeds what God is saying, your life will be a prize to you in the end. Just like I'm hoping and praying that my life will be a prize to me in the end. So may God bless you. Check the description box for more information about this ministry. And uh, until next time, bye.